0: You're listening to Legal Talk Network.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Adriana Linares, and I'm reporting live from the Clio Cloud Conference in Chicago for the Legal Talk Network. I'm very excited today to be talking to three panelists who are part of a session titled Clio as a Platform, Leveraging Clio's API. It's part of the Clio University track. Today with me is Dan Lear, Debbie Magnolia, and Sam Redlick. I'm going to ask each of you to introduce yourselves and probably say your last names correctly anyway. Sam, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: All right. Well, you have my name, Sam Redlick, and uh, I'm a practicing attorney in, in New Jersey, and I work with um, software companies, uh, technology companies, internet companies, and do a lot of IP work and contractual work. And
3: Very cool. Thank you. Debbie, what about you? Debbie Mignola. I'm a founder and CEO of Intake123. We integrate with Clio Software. We're a, um, it's an online form designer. Very good. So, uh, attorneys, law firms can design their own forms, pop it on their website, and it automatically creates contacts, matters in Clio. Excellent. That sounds like a very useful tool. Mr. Lear?
0: Hey, uh, I'm Dan Lear. I am a technology evangelist, uh, legal technology evangelist, facilitator, All uh, champion. Hell of a guy. Well, your word's not mine. <laughs> uh, I also do. Uh, technology evangelism and outreach to the legal industry for Avo, the legal marketplace.
1: Tell me a little bit about the panel that you all are, um, what's the core concept here?
3: Debbie, why don't you start? Well... He was getting different perspectives on how to utilize the API, which is a way to integrate different web services. Yeah, why don't we explain what an API is, in case our listeners don't know. Okay. It's basically a way to connect one application with another application, and that's what it is simply, and so I think I mentioned 20 years ago I started in this business and we didn't have those back then. Right Now we can provide so much functionality to our users by accessing these web services. So rather than spending a lot of time building something from scratch, we instead integrate with uh, different applications to provide a lot more functionality. And so
1: specifically with Clio, obviously that's why you're here. So uh, Sam, are you a user of any of the extra tools that can get layered on to Clio through APIs?
2: Yes, actually a lot of my practice is sort of predicated on the ability to uh, integrate uh, Clio with these other tools, Uh, and so I actually employ the uh, API in my actual daily practice and uh, continue to evolve that as much as possible.
1: And are you a a coder or a techie?
2: Uh, Well, I I do happen to to be a coder. Um, So I I, I suppose on a scale of uh, me to other real coders, I'm like a one or two. Uh, compared to other lawyers, I'm probably a 10.
1: Right, right, right. But but if you weren't, you know, let's let's go back. You surprised me because I thought you were going to say, no, I'm not at all. Being able to integrate these added tools and functions to Clio, you don't have to be well, that, a coder, that's right? Sort of
2: the, that's sort of the discovery. Right. And actually started even... Um, before I got to Clio, which is I was interested in, in developing something for the back end and then I met Clio and I said, well, I'm not going to do this because they already did it and right. let me think. Did they think of this? Oh, they thought of this. Oh, did they Of course think? they did. So they pretty much thought of everything and so I closed that down and began focusing sort of on the front end, how to get clients, how to manage the client process. And, and even that process uh, of uh, attempting to solve things with code made me realize that I did not even uh, need to code. For 90% uh, of the things that I wanted right. to do, that it is all there um, in the ecosystem. So um, the analogy that I've been using um, the last couple of days with everybody is, you know, I think of my practice as like a restaurant. And the restaurant has the back of the house, and a restaurant has the front of the house. And Clio is the back of the house. And it will manage everything that comes in. You're, you're taking your orders, dealing with uh, your clients, your customers, everything um, that happens in the front of the house. Can get managed um, uh, through uh, the back end of Clio, and, and that's why it's so uh, powerful and.
3: And intake one two three is the in, front in, of the house. And, and
2: intake one two three uh, <laughs> certainly is um, you know part of the front of the house. That's part of the uh, lead generation right. uh, process, and it's a excellent solution for, you know, uh, people that want to design their own intake forms and, and have it load into... Um, That's great. Into well, I, and our you
1: you know,
3: users don't have to do programming.
1: Well, one of the things that I encounter very regularly in dealing with lawyers is I'll meet lawyers who'll say, well, I'm going to develop that myself, or I'm going to hire somebody to build this tool for my law firm. And I just think, I look at them and I go, are you nuts? There's no way you could possibly spend or hire the time, the money, and the talent when you can look around and find products like CLIA who have been putting all that time and development and effort into developing their tools. And then when something like, you know, add-on developers and APIs come along, I think it really adds quite an awesome layer of sophistication to a, to a pretty easy tool and an tool for lawyers to use.
0: Well, I, and I just want to say, too, like, and this is not to, to get down on the lawyer developers. Like, by all means, go get them. Go get them. But, like, A... <laughs> so much has already been done. And B, I think what we talked about on our panel was, even if the very specific thing that you're thinking hasn't been done, it's very likely that using Zapier, just even a a minimal understanding of kind of the different tools that are out there and the different ways that they can talk to each other. I mean, Sam was just saying... It's maybe a
2: day of training, or half a day. So so if if, if an attorney can spend um, a half a day, it's a little bit more than a lunch and learn but if an attorney can spend maybe a half a day understanding the the whole process, then the attorney's only added one job description, which is the ability to decide what he or she wants to accomplish and then selecting the right tools. And I don't believe that that can't be learned in a very, uh, you know, short period of time. Now, whether the attorney implements it himself or herself or has somebody do the implementation, somebody whose hourly uh, rate is, is less than what they're billing is a different story, but gaining a command of what is necessary to do this requires no coding, and, and simply the ability to compare products and make a selection process. So maybe a half a day, or maybe a day of of real, you know, intense uh, understanding.
0: Well, and and Joshua made it very clear in our panel yeah. that an API that a Lego is a bad analogy for an API, yeah. which is which may be true, but I think. It's a great analogy for the different services that you can, once you figure out how they all integrate together, you can figure out how to build interesting things and interesting services very nicely, like yeah. you, and they and they can connect
2: very easily. I like to think of it more as uh, pipes, like water, yeah. uh, because water flows in both directions, and what we're doing is we're connecting pipes, and the, con- the water is the content. And so we, we need to become plumbers, uh, if only for a half of a day or a day, uh, to really sort of see how everything works and then we uh, choose the solutions we're comfortable with that we think we'll do what we want. We we make the choices we need to based on what we have to sacrifice and get. And and we might not automate everything, but we're going to move a lot closer uh, to an automation than we thought possible uh, with tools as they exist. And it all integrates with Clio, which is really the important part because um, that serves as sort of the, um, the core.
3: And the automation doesn't take away from your relationship with your client. I think it adds to it. What you're doing is you're automating all the menial tasks, the double data entry, and so that you can focus on the practice of law and running your own business.
0: Well, and I love that question from that personal injury attorney. We had a question in the panel from a personal injury attorney about how can I, basically what he said was, how can I automate deepening my relationship with my Mm -hmm. clients? He said, my clients, sometimes they go in for surgery. We like to send them an email a week after surgery just to ask them how they're doing, right? All of these different pieces. And you can write very, I mean, as we said, you can write very compelling, very compassionate, very personalized emails that accomplish that function, but that you don't have to actually draft yourself every time. And it's, yeah, it's, it's really a mindset shift of, and again, if you want to run a successful practice, you have to do so much of this stuff at scale. So you have to automate it. So there are ways that you can still have that personal touch. You can still do that relationship building, but also build and grow and do your practice and actually, by the way, also be a lawyer, right? I mean, if you wrote, if you had a, a large PI practice and you wanted to send an email every time your client had a surgery, that's, you'd do nothing but that.
1: Right.
2: That's yeah. true. And there, there's nothing um, limiting that attorney. You know, as he was talking, I was thinking, okay, add this to this, add that to that, and, and there he goes. Um, the solution is there. He just has to be aware of how to find the solution, but it's not a technology issue. It, it's a buying issue. It's a how to buy uh, technology that already exists and, and how, to put them to, how to make a sandwich, how to put them together, uh, which is very different than saying, hey, go learn to code, and the lawyer thinking, well, we know that's not going to happen. So it's he, just he, he, changed. Yeah. I can
3: say after two decades, it the whole deal has changed, and it becomes so easy to find services.
2: And, and I honestly, when a client calls me because there's so many things I don't have to do, I don't find myself rushing off the phone with them. Somebody calls, I talk. You know, we talk through the problem, we deal with it, and you know, I work off a flat fee model. I don't think about it because I know of all the savings, the, the, the tangible cash savings that I've had by automating all these other processes. I actually have time now to talk to my clients. Yeah. I spend most of my time talking to my clients, having conversations. I go for walks and, and I'm billing. That's great. Because I've automated the other, other things that aren't important. Right. And, and that's really the beauty because it really allows me to simply be an attorney which is listen and then offer you know my opinion and analysis. And so the automation does the exact opposite of what sort of the from People gentler, are afraid yeah, of. Right. It does the opposite. It, it, well, it opens up your ability to really build on, on relationships.
1: Yep. And then the, I feel like eyes are starting to open across the entire legal profession and is definitely um, a lot of opportunity. So uh, unfortunately we've reached the end of our time together. But before I uh, finish, I just want to remind all the listeners who are Clio users or if they're interested in learning more about the APIs and integrations, you can go right to Clio.com and look under uh, integrations. And there's going to be a list of all the different tools that add on and, and layer on to Cleo to make it even more valuable to your practices. want to thank you all very much for stopping by, but before I let you go, I'm going to ask each of you to let our listeners know how they can either follow up with you or stalk you on the internet, as I like to say. Sam?
2: All right, well, you can find me on Twitter. It's my name, Sam Redlich, S-A-M-R-E-D-L-I-C-H, or you can go to my uh, website, which is samredlichlaw.com, and um, in about a month, um, there's going to be a rebrand under the um, brand name of LexSpring, which is when I uh, open up all the things that I've been doing to uh, other attorneys so that Great. they can uh, work with me and collaborate and be able to offer uh, their clients uh, the same sort of things that I've been uh, enjoying for the last couple Excellent. of years. Excellent,
3: way to take advantage of the sharing economy.
2: Yes, yes, I like
3: it. Debbie, what about you? www.intake123.com or on Twitter. I am D Mignola, M I G N O L A, 123 at
0: RightBrainLaw. On Twitter is me, uh, D-L-E-A-R at avvo.com for Feel free to harass me on email, too.
1: <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dan. Thank you all very much. This is Adriana Linares signing off. Another special report from the Legal Talk Network at Cleo Cloud Conference 2015. Thank you so much for listening.